To get rid of those pesky ads, request stories, listen to unlisted and bonus episodes, and to chat with the gang, support us by clicking the description link. So we have this, which we will take, and then we will drink what is in this second and then eat the bacon. Okay, you got it? Okay. We're going to take this shot first and then drink this as the chaser followed by eating what's on top surprise shots surprise shots we don't know what they are because they're a surprise and this one's for summer who's here i'm so excited no i'm not what is it it's a fucking surprise is this your first day it's a breakfast shot i mean what do we do again i feel like i need instructions this one first and then you are going just have this ready to drink what's in this and then eat the bacon on top. But we have to drink it with the bacon still in the thing. I mean, if that's easy, whatever. Is, none of this is okay, easy. Okay, cheers. Cheers. Oh, what pancake shop? That was like the best thing ever. Did you make me extra bacon? No, I ended up making us a whole piece each. Mm. I don't know what I happened. remember the last time I had bacon. Give me your glasses. I'll fill them up with some goodness. I'm already drunk. That was so good. That was breakfast in a shot glass, I'm assuming. Mm. That was just delish. So that was, the first shot was whiskey and butterscotch liqueur. The second shot was just orange juice topped with the bacon. I hope you guys didn't mind where I stopped that episode at, but it was long. He stopped it before the, the money grab so we can start it off with the money grab. Not, not in a bad way. That's fucked up. No, I didn't mean it in a bad way. Oh, well, how else was money grab sound? Like I'm just grabbing money? Like that's the story. Like what everyone knows it as. They don't know it as the Abigail Folger case. They know it as the next victim's case. You're right. Oh, how does my favorite murder do this one? I don't know. I don't <laughs> listen to my favorite murder. All right. So last time we we went into Cielo Drive, the famous address, which is what, Jen? 10050 Cielo Drive. You think I don't pay attention to you, but that's not the case. So look at this house. Like, look at what has already happened. And this is Charlie Manson's doing. I mean, he didn't perpetrate a crime. But what do you think about him knowing that he can control these people to do this? I mean, this is like, this is a really horrible crime. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And the fact that Tex Watson was just like, yeah, we're going to kill you, you know? Of course. But anyway, tonight we are reading from this book called The Garbage People. And does anyone want to take guess of kind of where that name comes from? At first, if you don't know the story, you don't know. You're like the garbage people. What? That's stupid. Soon, in in the next episode especially, you'll you'll know that this is the best title to give what these people are, the garbage people. All I can think of is that one sound clip from It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia. What? And Frankie's like, I'm trash. I'm the trash man. <laughs> <laughs> Such a great show. That's a, we, we do need to rewatch that one. Yeah. You can jump up and scream guilty, and you can say what a devil fiend, slimy devil I am. It is your reflection, and you're right. I am whatever you make me. Where does the garbage go? As we have tin cans and garbage alongside the road, and oil slicks in the water, so you have people, and I am one of your garbage people. Charles Manson. Mm. Tonight, we are going back to the house on Cielo Drive, and we're going to finish the one that everyone knows. I mean, this is the Tate murders. Everyone knows it as Sharon Tate murders. That's what people know it as. So that's what this story is going to focus on now. And we're going right back into the house exactly where we stopped. 
and we're basically going to see how she died. To bring us back, there were four people. There was Linda, Susan, who you read a lot from that uh, book, which apparently the book has been re-released in 2017. I just have a really rare copy of it. So I said it was a rare book. Probably not the case because it was re-released, but there is no Kindle version for the the new one. And I have the, the first edition. Got it. That's what I, I meant. But I was looking at this this website right here and seeing how many actual books there were. There's probably like 30 or 40 books on this case, at least. I mean, there's a lot. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? As Tex Watson and the three girls, Katie, Linda, and Susan... They go up to do their mission and they actually stop right here. This is the front of the home right here, what you're seeing. So the home CeeLo Drive now, it's a behemoth and it's worth millions. But back then it was still a nice home, but it it was kind of in disrepair a little bit. Mm -hmm. There was a lot of improvements that needed to be done. And to do that, the the house's owner had had hired a caretaker for the home. And this is where he stayed right here. OK, in this guest house. So when they pull up, the first thing that Tex Watson does, he climbs up this telephone pole and cuts two lines. Now they don't have any communication in the house, which if they would have heard the shots outside, which they didn't, as we know, then they could have called the police. But they couldn't because the lines were cut. They jumped the fence and then the man that is coming down the drive. His name is Stephen Parent. Now, what do you think he does? Uh, I don't know. If you look at Jay Sebring, the actor's car, you see a black Porsche, and then you see Abigail Folger's car. She has that Firebird. And then this is a uh, like a Chevrolet Nash. Like It's not a terrible car, but it's not a celebrity car. The guy that was killed first, Stephen Parent, was the youngest victim of this family. Mm -hmm. He was only 18 years old. He just graduated high school. Let me show you a photo of this guy. Stephen Parent, 18 years old, not an actor, not an entertainer. He's not rich. He was working two jobs. He just got accepted to a community college. Apparently, he was a tech wizard in electronics. Mm -hmm. And he actually does have a criminal record, but it was for stealing radios. And he would take the radios home and take them apart and learn how they worked, which is still, you know, felony, you're stealing stuff. But he was a, an electronic genius. Hmm. The only reason he was there that night was to visit the the caretaker in the guest house. Like he wasn't allowed into the main house. So he pulled his car up and went to the guest house. He said goodbye. And then as soon as he left, that's when Tex walks and shoots him in the face, right? Mm. All right, so here's his autopsy report. He was shot four times, four times. I know there's five here. There's five wounds. One of them's a stab wound. So when Tex Watson hmm. first approached his car, he said halt. And then as soon as he said that, brandishing that knife, he slashes him, actually cuts his uh, wristwatch. Ooh. Wrist watch off you see right here cuts his wrist watch off with the uh with the knife and then shoots him first gunshot uh was fired at close range all of them were it goes into his left upper chest and under the left clavicle this was a a fatal wound but it would take a few minutes to expire the second one's the one that really did it it completely destroyed his trachea and that cut off his airway so now he's choking on his own blood right mm -hmm. but the, the reason that he is here is simply to visit this guy he was going to sell him a radio now this guy that the uh the gardener who was there he had just met this guy two weeks before two weeks before he had picked him up hitchhiking now the the guy his name was william garretson who was the caretaker the the police they get a lot of shit because 
the parents of Stephen Parent mm-hmm. didn't know their son was dead until a reporter ran the car tags and a reporter reached out to the family. Ooh. That's not good. No. So in a lot of the, the papers I, I was reading, the father would uh, say, you know, my son wasn't a jet setter, a jet set lifestyle type of person. And, you know, they they didn't really do a very good job. I mean, when you think of the Manson murders, this is the last last one you think about is this kid, yeah. you know, 18 year old kid. You know, he was just there. He had picked this guy up walking the, the caretaker two weeks before. And he was just literally in the wrong place at the wrong time. Wow. So, and the reporter ran the tags. I mean, that's that's pretty bad. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So here's all the, the uh, shots right here. Boom, boom. And that's a knife wound. Boom, boom. And then that's him right there. I mean, I don't know a lot about the Manson murders to begin with. Um, because we are told not don't don't spoil it. So I've never like sought it out and researched it, but I definitely never knew that there was like a young kid involved. Yeah, it's pretty sad. When the when the father, his name I believe was Wilford, when he found out his son was also deceased at the Sharon Tate home, he was like, What? How is he do what is he doing there? Why was he even there? He was just there to sell the the caretaker who he just met two weeks prior. He picked him up hitchhiking. Stephen Parent was being a good person and picked this guy up hitchhiking. They had a fast friendship going on. And then the caretaker, who he was interested in uh, buying some electronics. So Stephen Parent went over there to sell him his AM, FM, digital clock radio <laughs> gidgema thing. Gidget or whatever. Isn't it crazy? Just completely wrong place, wrong time. Yeah. He had just left the guest house and what i was reading so he turned his lights on but he didn't start his car and i'm guessing it's because you know he didn't want to wake up any any Mm -hmm. of the uh the uh celebrities or whatever inside the house so he just kind of rolled it down the hill he flipped his lights on that's where things went bad isn't that crazy that's crazy it's really sad before he even knew it he was dead but i thought that was wild yeah so on the last episode we stopped with abigail folger she was the daughter of the folger's founder and I showed you her evidence photo of the, all the stab wounds in her body. So, oh, I remember. What? Well, go ahead. We were talking about Netflix Watch Party, and um, on Netflix is the show Dark Tourism. And there's an episode where he goes to like the old Manson commune and to the. Oh, yeah. that would be cool. He had a few locations, but the story is actually it's really diverse because like his history growing up. It's pretty, it's pretty wild, you know. And he was actually about to be a famous musician. I don't know if you know that. Mm-hmm. He worked Shram closely. was saying his music wasn't half bad. No, well, he, it wasn't half good either. <laughs> he worked with, um, he worked with, I don't remember if it was Brian or Dennis Wilson. You um, know what story I really hope you do this Christmas? This Christmas. Phil Spector. Oh, yes. Nicole's been know, begging for that. I know. I have been begging for that. I know nothing about uh, him except that he produced my favorite Christmas album, which I have on vinyl. Are you a so pa- great? Are you a paying Patreon member? Yes. Bullshit. I am. How much? Ten dollars a month, motherfucker. Same. <laughs> I really would love it if you did Phil Spector. Do something nice for your wife for her birthday. Yeah. I give her this big old little old D. <laughs> like. Twice. But I would love. But that's a gift for you, Phil Spector. To do, I I think that would be fascinating because he was the, the producer of like it, it's one of the greatest of Christmas, Christmas albums of all time. Well, with Darlene Love, the Queen of Christmas. He was Sorry, framed. Mariah Carey. Well, you got to do the story. Mariah Carey is amazing. Anyway, she I, is amazing. I listen to her and cry. And I do recall you telling me you you had a 
a very when specific thing for Mariah Carey, yeah. whose who's sister does porn. So yeah, hard. I've seen her sister's butthole, but like I haven't seen Mariah's butthole. Not as good as Stella's butthole. You know, Nick Cannon is about to have his 11th child. What? He, they just keep coming. You'd think that he would like. Well, he probably should stop coming. <laughs> <laughs> hey. hey. <laughs> golf clap, golf clap. Yeah, <laughs> that was a good one. Or at least shoot it in the eye or something. If you shoot in the eye, you can't get pregs, right? It's only in the vag, or is it the eye too? What? I mean, the, the pull-out method in general is not 100 no. effective. Yes, Neither it are is. condoms like that episode of Friends. Yes, it is. The pull-out method is... It is not. Yes, it is. It, you're welcome that I have an IUD. Now, this is before the murders even happen. This is the drive up. But this will set the precedent of what the mission is. We sort of lo- got lost on the way. I think we took a wrong turn and ended up somewhere in Maholland and... We went directly there, texted most of the talking in the car. In fact, to my recall, he did all of the talking. Hmm. He told us where we were going there to get all their money and to kill whoever was there. It didn't make any difference who was there. We were told to kill them. It was late at night and it was kind of like we were all confused. They were going there to kill people. So was Tex like a... like second in command, like like I know they got the they got the order from. I'm going to talk about the family and all the members and stuff like that in later. the next episode. Okay, sorry. Just know that Tex is the second in command, but even if something was to happen to Charlie, no one would follow Tex. Tex, when Charlie wasn't there, would sit at the the king's chair, his chair, the the father's chair, Manson's chair. Mm-hmm. Jesus's chair, whatever, devil's chair. And then as soon as Manson would come in, now Manson is a tiny fella. As soon as Manson would come in, Tex would scurry back to his regular spot just like everyone else does. They were just brainwashed little rats is what they were. That's all they were. They were just uh, programmed and uh, Manson was the the ultimate. He was the one. He was a cult leader and that's what it was. And he's, he was really good at being a cult leader. And I've, I've definitely taken some notes. Tex is a, a great secondhand man because he would do anything. He would kill anyone, not ask questions. But and he wouldn't challenge. He would never challenge. No, he wasn't like that. University graduate, very outgoing guy who was going to be in the military. He could have been a leader. could have been officer he could have been something really special but you know it's fucking dirty hippies they're everywhere it's like all over me jay sebring the actor that was there in the room taking care of sharon tate and at the time now you know about her husband roman polanski Mm -hmm. so he was he was out of town yeah exactly so jay sebring gets stabbed a lot of times have you ever seen his photo this is how he ended up right here So you see the rope there that was tied around him. Now, that same rope was also tied around Sharon Tate and tied around Abigail Folgers. He also had seven stab wounds, three of which could stand along as fatal. Now, you saw the knife that were that was used yeah. pretty small knife yeah so three of those wounds of the knife wounds could be classified as as fatal he was stabbed four times from the front three from the back including one that penetrated into his left lung wow abigail folger so folger from her autopsy i'm looking at now 28 stab wounds whoa that's a lot that included to her face to her neck five of those to her neck to her front chest and eight throughout her the rest of her body. 
I mean, with that number of stab wounds, it makes you think that, like, was, was it frantic or did they know the person, like, super intimately? This is crazy, too. When she was autopsy, remember where she was found? Um, The living room? No, she was found in the lawn, remember? Oh, this is the, oh okay. Abigail Folgers. She was found laying yeah. on the lawn. Her, her dress was the, all bloody. The white bloody. nightgown, yeah. The white nightgown was all bloody. The autopsy found fly eggs discovered in the back of her head. That's just from laying out in the grass all night. Yeah. She also had a stab wound to her aorta, and that was considered fatal. Frakowski, who I showed you his actual photo, take a guess at how many stab wounds he has. Now, he was the male, so he's going to be stabbed more. Um, 35 times. 51 stab wounds, seven that were fatal. Wow. And he was also shot twice. Wow. 13 lacerations across the top of his head. Do you know what that's from? On the top of his head. Do you remember the gun? Yeah. The longhorn that was broke? The handle was completely shattered? Yeah. That is from the blunt force trauma from him getting hit in the back of the head with this, with this rifle. Oh, wow. With his pistol. Like the butt of the gun? Yeah, with the butt of the gun he got hit so hard it broke but 13 times at least as hard as uh tex watson could could um i mean that's ex- excessive to like stab and shoot him twice yeah that many times mm-hmm. i know well a 22 caliber bullet is pretty small you can survive 22 depending on where it is depending on where it is obviously if it it perforates the heart the aorta or like the trachea you know your your head your brain the autopsy report shows that quote a number of stab wounds appear to show yellowish pinkish fatty tissue wounds may have been caused during dying process where if it is post-mortem could be shortly very shortly after the heart stopped end quote so this would indicate that the the last stabbings that tex watson did was on Frakowski. Now he's the Polish writer, right? Right. right. How many people we got now? Three people dead. One. Well, uh, no, like one. You had the first guy in the car. Then you had the Polish guy. Then you have the soldiers, Jay and. Yeah, so four people dead. The last one, obviously, Sharon Tate, and she is eight months pregnant. Well, actually, you're right when you said there were six people in the house because, I mean, the baby was full term. There have been times I was reading where a baby could be delivered by a cesarean section even at At eight months at eight months Mm -hmm. where the baby was. And once the autopsy was done, they found out that the baby could have survived if it, you know, obviously was um outside the mother because if it's inside the mother it's starving for oxygen from what i read so if they would have cut out the baby i know it sounds fucking terrible but it would have survived but baby mama died too so you would count the baby as another person which makes six yeah so they did were they charged with they were charged with six yeah, they were charged with all of these. Of the unborn child, too. Oh, we'll get to the sentencing and stuff like that. I'm sorry. Do, I, do you know when Manson died? Yes. When? Um, 2017, Yeah, he just died a couple of years ago, but they were all on death row. Sharon looked at me and begged to let me have her sit down, and I was told before we got there, no matter what they beg, don't give them any leeway, Susan says. Anyway, I went over and put her down on the couch and I looked into her face, knowing that anything I would say, I was saying to myself, in a sense of reassuring myself. I looked at her and said, woman, I have no mercy for you. And I knew at that time I was talking to myself, not her. Hmm, that's deep. 
Suddenly, Susan says she found herself alone in the living room with Sharon. She kept pleading, please don't kill me. Please don't kill me. I'm not going to say anything. I just looked at her like, shut up. I told her to shut up. I don't want to hear it. She said, please let me sit down. I said, I'm not going to let you do anything. Just be quiet. I threw her down and held my knife at her. And I said, don't move. Don't move. She said, please. All I want to do is have my baby. I said, don't move. Don't talk to me anymore. Don't say anything to me. I don't want to hear it. Mm -hmm. I mean, she just wants to have her. She, she would, yeah, kill her is what she wants. But don't kill the baby. As a mother, you guys have that that protection mechanism where you have to protect the baby. I mean, it's just sad mm. that this was, you know, because the baby was, she carried this thing for eight months and it was a part of her. Yeah, it's almost like it reminds me of us watching a video online of a mama bear who was trying to cross the street with her cubs and like the cubs were not cooperating and she had to keep going back and forth oh, yeah, to get that. the cubs. <laughs> I mean, it's definitely different, not the same, but like you have that, like, like she looked pissed too. She's like, "Come on!" And there were like a lot of, and them there too. was one that kept following her back and forth across the street. <laughs> I do not know what you're talking about, but I've I feel it. like we are going to need to share this in the true crime headlines that we do this week. We need to get back in the headlines. Well, you need to start making me some damn sandwiches. Wait, you've sorry. said some pretty misogynistic things tonight. Well, you should read this book I just read <laughs> called Garbage People. Tex came back in and he stood over and looked at her and said, kill her. It was just there to do, Susan says. I didn't relate to Sharon Tate to be anything but a store mannequin. She sounded like an IBM machine. Words kept coming out of her mouth, begging and pleading, begging and pleading. I got sick of listening to her, so I stabbed her. And I just stabbed her and she fell and I stabbed her again and kept stabbing and stabbing. Sharon put her arms up and then her arms fell. I don't know how many times I stabbed her. I don't know why I stabbed her. Oh, that's really sad. I wonder if by IBM machine, she means computer. Probably. Yeah. Watson. Yeah. What does IBM stand for? Jen. Can I phone a friend? No, you can't. Why? Because I already used that lifeline today. And it does not stand for Indian bowel movement. I don't know what it is either, actually, honestly. <laughs> International business machine. Intestinal bowel movement. Wait. I think she got it right, right? No, it's not. It's international butt fucking bone machine. Butt man. Butt magic, like Stella. Wait, but what does it really stand for? I don't know. You got it right. I did? Yes. So I was smart. like, that sounds right. He doesn't actually know the answer. You guys are pissing me off. Tex walks back and says, kill her. Now, she obviously was dead at this point, but... Tex still tells Susan to hold Sharon Tate still. He takes his knife and stabs her mm. in the heart. So she could have lived if Tex had not stabbed her. No. Tex goes back and makes sure everyone is dead multiple times. He, for instance, the Fedowski kicks him in the face as hard as he can. If he saw any movement, he would have kept stabbing him. He went back to Abigail, stabbed her a couple more times. Like He went back and stabbed everyone a couple more times. He wasn't going to leave anyone alive. Now, there was someone alive on the property. Mm. The one, the person that got arrested initially and charged with all the murders. Was he a gardener? No, he was living in the guest house. He didn't hear anything. He didn't see anything. So they didn't think to go out to the guest house. No, they did. All the bodies were on the lawn and in the house. And 
he, the dog, I think you mentioned a dog earlier, I'm not sure, but the dog that was in the house actually started barking in the morning. And then he was like, you know, what What are you what are you barking at, dog? And then the police raid into the guest house and arrest him. They thought he did it. He had no idea. So they had arrested him. They're carrying him back to the cop car and there's dead bodies all over the lawn. That's you know? a lot to find all of those bodies just like there if you had no idea. But what was he doing though? I mean, we well, know he that was he in wasn't the guest involved. House. No, he lived in the guest house. I know, but what was he doing like that he didn't hear or notice any of this He was going sleeping. On? So he went back and I, this is a kind of a side character, so I don't want to mention it, but this guy he goes to the grocery store, comes back around 9.30, and then he, he's in the guest house, which is detached from the regular house, and he has his dog in there, and he notices the phone lines were cut, which Tex Watson did cut the phone mm-hmm. lines. He notices that, and then he just goes to sleep, and next thing he knows, the police are busting in his door and charging him with murder. Now, obviously, it was charged with murder for, you know, just to get him to the station. Right. They quickly figured out he didn't do it. Yeah. And the reason we have all these photos is because the police put them out to public. I want everyone to see this because we need to catch who did this. This is this is because these sadistic. are important people. These well not not that. It's like these are sadistic. These are th- this is a statement. I mean, you said it yourself. Did you notice what was, Nicole, did you notice what was on the door? What was painted on the door in Sharon Tate's blood? I know Jen said it earlier. Did you notice I showed you the photo? No, she don't want to phone a friend. She ain't got no friends. No, she ain't got no friends. She ain't got no friends. I'm her friend. No, you're not. You're not. Jen, Jen, I swear. What about 50-50? I will literally delete this podcast. What if we do 50-50? I will delete this podcast. Because of me? We have not done that yet. 50-50? If you guess it, Nicole, I'll clean the kitchen for 17 weeks straight every night. What's the question? In a French maid's outfit. Oh, (laughs) Yes! Okay, to repeat the question. What was written on the door in Sharon Tate's blood? <laughs> pie. Yes, that was pie. Yeah, like cream pie. Very good. That's awesome. Pay? You were close. Pay? <laughs> yes. Timid shrimp. What'd she say? Pie. Shrimp and pie. Pie? <laughs> so here's the door right here. It says pig. Damn it, Natasha. I should have listened to you. You got it right. Fuck. Why wouldn't you listen to Natasha? She literally she said this is her favorite murder. <laughs> what is pie? Shrimps and pie. John was literally oinking. <laughs> what is pie? Jen, I feel like you have communicated this better to me. I said those coppers. Holy shit. Yo, Ugh. I could have been in a French maid outfit. You, I'm still going to buy one I feel one like you, you would volunteer to wear that yeah. anyway. Yeah. And you like cleaning the kitchen. Showing it's your my, favorite chore. Showing my crusted butthole. Ew. No, that's Stella. Yeah. I'm sorry. Let's get it right. <laughs> Let's get Stella a maid costume. There you go. Except Halloween's over now. I know. This is the pocket knife. One of the girls left their pocket knife there. So, I mean, mm. you see what they were using wow. to, to kill these people. Sharon Tate, total of 16 stab wounds plus two incised stab wounds on her left forearm. So this is from the Los Angeles Times, August 22nd, 1970. It says Sharon was hanged as she died. Pregnant actress Sharon Tate was not only stabbed 16 times, but was hanged by the neck from a ceiling beam by the murderers who invaded her Benedict Canyon home last August. From the appearance 
appearance of the abrasions, the coroner said, it is consistent with the decedent was hanged. So her official cause of death was not the 16 stab wounds, but of her hanging. Four four inch deep stab wounds in the chest, which penetrated the heart and the lungs and a five inch deep stab wound in the upper abdomen, which penetrated her liver. Three of the eight stab wounds in the actress's back had pierced her lungs. Jeez, that's deep. Yeah, in the back. Three of the eight stab wounds in the back pierce the lungs because that's got to go through that back your back muscle even if you don't work out your, your back ribs is, can can protect a lot of that too yeah your ribs protect your lungs so let's say if you get lucky and and stab right through the ribs without hitting the bone mm. it would be really hard i imagine to do that yeah but i mean she jesus christ and not only that you think about it she's pregnant so right. if she was stabbed while she was laying down she's kind of raised up a little bit i guess yeah. So I don't know. She had also been stabbed in the upper right and left arms. So she was eight months pregnant with a baby boy uh. and, quote, in the normal state of development. There was no injury to the baby, but it lived only about 10 to 15 minutes after the maternal death occurred. Oh, my gosh. Only as long as circulation existed. It's awful. Do you remember in the book we were reading with Susan, she was actually thinking about cutting the baby out. If she would have done that, I mean, I'm, I'm not a doctor, but I would imagine, would it be able to survive? I don't know. I mean, it dep- like a lot could have could go wrong when they're trying to cut the baby out, for sure. But I mean, in terms of like development at eight yeah. months, potentially, potentially it could have. Yeah. After all this is done, Tex is outside making sure everyone's dead, stabbed the dead bodies kicking the dead bodies the girls linda susan katie they're ready to go but they ask tex you know what do we do he says quote write something that will shock the world end quote susan goes back inside she looks at sharon tate's body her body is not dead yet susan goes to sharon tate's body and she says the following quote I never actually saw her face. Her hair was covering her face and there were sounds coming from her body. Gurgling sounds like blood flowing into the body out of the heart. So here's another photo of the the door here. You see it says pig. So she didn't know what to write. Now, if you if you're wondering why it didn't say helter skelter, which is like the, the thing Manson's known for. That's a different murder. This isn't the only murder they've done. They've done two, well, they've done three more separate murders, okay? One that we're going to be talking about has the the perpetrators going in and writing something that will shock the world, and they do write the word helter-skelter, which do you know where that that comes from? Mm -hmm, I do. Where does it come from? It comes from the Beatles' White Album. When I get to the bottom, I go back to the top of the slide. When I turn to the trench and I go alright, and I get to the bottom the Beatles fucking blow dick. Stop. I picked up the towel and turned my head and touched her chest. And at the same time, I knew she was pregnant. And I knew there was a living being inside that body. And I wanted to cut it out. But I didn't have the courage to go ahead and take it. And I got the towel with her blood, walked it over to the door. And with the towel, I wrote pig on the door. Outside on the front door, pig in Sharon Tate's blood. Have you seen the photo of Sharon Tate? No. That's it. That's her body. So you can see she's pregnant, very much pregnant. Naked. Did they take her clothes off before or after? I mean, well, I, she was I imagine in night- she was dressed in a nightgown when they killed her. But yeah, like- she was dressed in that nightgown right there. I meant before or after the murders, like... 
I didn't mean that they she was naked when they killed her. I meant, did they take the clothes off or did the police take the clothes off? Um, no, they did. So all this was like they left it. So you see the, the rope is still going around her head. This is Abigail Folger and this is... Uh, I'm, this is just very upsetting to look at. It is very upsetting. But they, the reason they put these photos out, they, they wanted someone to come forward because they knew that, that this may go unsolved. You know what I'm saying? And they, they were really they scared. They have an American flag blanket there. I mean, like, I think because the time in America was very turbulent and this kind of put like a negative it's such a negative well so the thing the thing about this story as we're going to get to in the next episodes this is a crazy story i've never done a story like this it's really hard to put together i want to do it right and i think this was the the first one but we haven't even talked about the guy we haven't even mentioned charlie manson so i mean look at this photo he is the reason this happened you understand that right yes he wasn't even there but you see sharon tate's body right there you know, the baby's inside, blood everywhere. I mean, this is a statement. This That is a statement. That is a statement to the world. You understand that, right? Cops, they go through there. There were diamonds, jewelry. There were money, credit cards. There was thousands of dollars worth of stuff that, that could be sold. There was China. Nothing was ransacked. Nothing at all. The money was not the motive at this one at all. It was a statement. Like, this was done for one reason, and that was to shock the world, you know? And then after this one, it gets worse because Charlie Manson wants to do it even bigger. And the next episode, we're going to talk about how he did do it bigger. You know what I'm saying? And how he how he wanted to shock the world and stuff like that. The women that did this, what do you think they look like? Yeah. Movie stars? No, the no, 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 the perpetrators. The killers. No, I'm still I'm still gonna say that they were like young and beautiful. Now here they are right here. Now what you can't really see on this photo they look awfully happy. They are very happy. Because that is the image that Manson wanted them to perpetrate to, to, to it's hard to see on this photo, but if you look, you can see they have X's on their heads, you know. You can't really see it, huh. but their heads. Like Ash Wednesday type. No, no, no. Like carved in mm-hmm. their heads. Oh, okay. They, they've carved X's in their heads like uh, Charlie Manson did. Oh, so, I thought he carved a swastika in his head. No, he carved, he carved an X in his head so he could be, you know, because he was not in society. This is him right here. So he carved this into his head. Mm. Oh, you can easily make that a swastika. <clears throat> and then after that, you saw the, the girls that did the same thing. But that was after the murder. Anyway, I hope you guys like that. It's Talk Mary Ruby Podcast. We put out episodes all week. If you like this, check out our sister podcast, Among the Dirt and Trees. Brianne, she's doing a freaking great job. She's got a lot of great stories. And some of the stories she puts out really surprised me. I've never heard of them. And some of the stories I want to copy, not copy, but I want to also do the stories. Like she's done the Power Ranger story. Like what's the Power Ranger? There's like two Power Rangers that have murder stories. There's um Don't tell me. No, I know, I know. But she's done That's a lot I- of good stories. Anyway, check that out among the dirt and trees on any uh, podcasting app. If you like this, you can support us at uh, patreon.com slash talk murder, become a supremo, and we'll send you some ad gain stuff and a lot of other love and stuff like that. But until next time, uh, good night, you lovely, lovely people.